This week on Inside Motorsport, we speak to one of the busiest men in Australian motorsport, Garth Walden. I hope you'll stay with us. Garth, it's great to have you on the show and your workshop currently based in Sydney, GWR Australia, is about to hit an unbelievably busy time and it's already been busy with you testing this week ahead of Sydney Motorsport Park hosting four races in about five weeks. Yeah, thanks Craig. Thanks for having me on board. Um, yeah, we're about to um, engage in probably one of the busiest times GWR Australia's ever had, I think, in, in such a short period. As you mentioned, yeah, we had a test day, first day back at track. Uh, it was Tuesday this week, which was good. It was nice to be back for a change. and. We had uh, three or four cars at the test day, and um, yeah, we've got a fairly uh, busy schedule ahead with um, supercars next weekend, running 11 cars in super sports category, and following weekend of supercars with production uh, touring and five cars there, and we go on to another test day and challenge Bathurst and the 1000, and it just goes on. How much of the 11 cars, let's say, next weekend are in-house cars compared to customer cars? So all the all the eleven cars for next weekend are all all in-house customer cars out of our stables. So what uh, we've never run that many cars before in in, a, in effectively for us, which is a state championship round for us. And normally, obviously, we have our national series, uh, Radical Cup Australia, and and then our state series of Super Sports. So normally, we don't get both sort of cross-pollinating. With you know, we have our national series drivers and our state-based drivers, but because there's been no racing. Everyone just wants to go racing, so that's why we uh, ended up with 11 cars. How do you manage such a huge logistical challenge of 11 cars on one weekend of motorsport? Yeah, it is a logistical challenge. Lucky enough, obviously, we've had three months to half plan and, and you know have a game plan of we knew we were going to go back racing at some point. We didn't know in what capacity, but so we had a bit, a bit of a game plan. And, you know, staff is, is the biggest factor in running 11 cars and making sure we've got enough staff and, you know, trying to find a, enough staff in these times as well, especially with the borders shut. We, we use a lot of contractors out of different states with Victoria and Queensland and South Australia. And with all those borders shut at the time being, yeah, we've had to just drag as many people out of our New South Wales pool as possible, which has been a little challenging with there. And then the rest of it, we're, we're sort of lucky that uh, it's not, it's only sprint racing. So we've only got two practice sessions at Quali and, you know, two races one day and one race the next day. So it's not, um, the schedule's not too busy, which is sort of helpful for us to, when we're running 11 cars. But yeah, I, I must say it's going to be a challenge, but yeah, something we need to put on for our customers, that's for sure. You have been working in your own business for around, what, 25 years now? Uh, so GWI Australia started in 2014. Prior to that, I was at Radical Australia for five years, and then prior to that, I had Walden Motorsport, which was, which I was in for oh, uh, seven years. So I had a little break in the middle, and then, yeah, come back to my own team again and just re- renamed it. So, But, yeah, overall, I've been in the sport for 25-plus years. Based in Western Sydney, and I would imagine if it wasn't for the fact that you are out at Prospect there and you're racing at Sydney Motorsport Park, probably 11 cars on one weekend is not achievable. No, if we had to do that interstate, that would be a challenge for sure, especially people and, you know, transporting cars and flights and accommodation. It would be a massive challenge and not something that I would normally take on, that's for sure. But as I said, in in these times and 
everyone's been stuck at home for you know over four months and being you know just around the corner for us it's you know it's something we need to do for our customers and you know hopefully it all runs smoothly and we have all have a good weekend your own racing career has had a number of successes class wins at the bathurst 12 hour time attack challenge victories do you get as much satisfaction out of being able to help other people as you did from your own successes on track Oh, yeah, for sure. I think um, it all comes down to job satisfaction as well. You know, if you can coach people and, and, and watch them progress, you know, through from not having any experience in racing cars to, you know, jumping in a car for the first time and then, you know, with testing and track days and then, you know, stepping through the ranks in the state-level racing and the national-level racing and winning championships, it, it's a pretty cool feeling. And, and it, you know, it's at the end of the day, it's job satisfaction and that's what I do it for. And, you know, it's a passion. It's a passion-driven game. And if I didn't have the passion for it, I wouldn't be doing it, that's for sure. 25 years ago, when you were first entering into business, it was really looking for ways to fund your own racing. How has, over the last 10 years, seen the real... Uh, increase in people who want to turn up with their helmets and go customer racing instead? Yeah, I think there's been an increase on that side of things for sure. There's a lot more people doing it now. And, and if I, you know, cast back to when I started racing, not that I might have had my blinkers on, but I, ca- I can't remember too many people doing it like that, turn up sort of that sort of customer style of racing. It was a little bit more low key as well. So I think the goalposts have changed over the years and that's what people want. They enjoy the, you know, no stress approach to going motor racing where they can just turn up and get in the car drive you know have everything looked after from have an engineer drive a coach whatever it may be have the car sitting there ready to go and they can leave the circuit whenever they like then go home and not have to worry about anything so just leave all the um the stress and logistics up to us for people who uh, hear the word radicals but perhaps don't quite understand what they are an open top car which gives you that sort of Le Mans feel at a far cheaper price point. Yeah, correct. It's a radical sports car, exactly what you said. It's an open-top two-seater sports car. Uh, there's a couple of different ranges of radicals. Um, mainly in, in Australia, we've, we've got the SR3, which is the most popular brand, model, sorry, of, of vehicle, which is a four-cylinder Suzuki motorcycle engine-powered uh, vehicle. And, and then we've also got the SR8 and now the SR10, which uh, one's a V8 version, one's a four-cylinder turbocharged version so as you said they're a very affordable car to drive and you know when you look at lap time what the, what you can get out of the car you know we can lap around you know sydney motorsport park in 28s and sr3 for you know a quarter of the price of most cars it's a bit of a no-brainer and you know very cheap to run very well supported in this country and, and easy to drive for the amateur as well you, you find between a pro and an am and in, in a, a radical a good pro and, and a good am the lap time difference between the two can be with under a second. So it's it's an easy car to drive for amps. What has having events like, we've spoken 11 cars at Sydney Motorsport Park, which will be on the, the supercars calendar, but for events like the Challenge Bathurst, which normally to uh, race at Bathurst, you're in a, a national class for the most part. Yeah, so... Obviously, when we go to Challenge Bathurst, it's it's a little bit of a different landscape, and obviously there's no racing there; it's more of a super sprint, and it's still a, a, a pretty competitive event, and, and it's a good time for us to go testing there as well. And I think we've got seven cars going to Challenge Bathurst this year between GT cars and, and super sports cars. So again, it, it's a it's a busy 
it's a busy two days, two-day event, that's for sure. And again, obviously, a lot of track time and a lot of preparation, a lot of logistics behind it all. For yourself and your business over the last four months, how have you been able to manage through this COVID period? Oh, I won't lie. It's been pretty tough. This year's been very tough compared to last year. Last year was a, was a hell of a lot easier to get through than um, than this year. It was We went down to you know, probably 15% of our staff and you know tried to struggle through most of the, most of our stuff couldn't come to work because of restrictions and whatnot there's a couple of us actually living at the shop so we could actually keep working because we actually had a few projects on which could tie us over the over the break but we actually had more work than than staff which is a, a, a little disappointing but not because they didn't want to come to work it's just because they couldn't so it was it was difficult we're all survivors so we uh, everyone's got to dig deep and through those challenging times and um, you know minimize as much as you can and yeah just survive through the uh, the break are you going to have to find a bunch of new people to be able to cope with what hopefully will be an expected demand as you return to racing yeah you you're correct. So we've actually um, we got all our staff back on board, which was great. We didn't lose any, um, which is fantastic. And uh, we've actually employed two two extra staff, which started a few weeks ago, off the back of obviously coming out of lockdown. And then we've got another staff member that starts uh, next month as well, um, and another one starts in January. So it'll be four four new staff members for us in a short uh, period of time. But obviously. We'll still be a little bit short-handed, I think, with the amount of racing we've got in such a short period. But all the uh, boys and girls here are pretty uh, dedicated and ready to, yeah, pull up the socks and and have a have a dig to get through the end of the year. Well, Garth, you certainly offer a range of services to the motor racing public, whether it's arrive and drive, help with preparing your own race car, or just providing engineering support across weekends. If people want to know more about your services and how you can help, what's the best way to get in touch? Uh, best way to get in touch, you can visit our website, which is gwraustralia.com.au. All the info uh, is online with all our, uh, all our services on the website and all our contact details are on there as well. Well, all the best over the next five, six weeks and uh, we're looking forward to seeing how all your cars fare at multiple events through the next few weeks, as we mentioned. Thanks for your time today on Inside Motorsport. Thanks, Craig. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time around, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.